7.31. As Japan is refusing to comply with South Korea's Supreme Court ruling on wartime forced labor, and with last month's incident involving a Japanese low-flying patrol airplane and a Korean warship's alleged use of a tracking radar, tensions have been escalating between the two sides. Let's then just get a sense of how the newspapers have been responding with Jung Da-hun. Good morning to you. Good morning, Alex. Well, in late October, the Supreme Court ruled a Japanese company to pay each plaintiff 100 million won in compensation. To this, Japan reacted angrily, stating that all issues related to the period of the colonial rule were settled back in 1965 in a state-to-state pact on normalizing diplomatic relations, appearing on an NHK program that aired on Sunday. Prime Minister Shinzo Abe also said he would take the matter to an international court after the Korean government recently decided to seize the assets of the Japanese firm after it didn't take any action to compensate the Korean victims. In addition to this, Korea's naval vessel, Gwangyeto the Great, was on a rescue operation last month for a North Korean fishing boat drifting on international waters in the East Sea. During the operation, a Japanese patrol aircraft flew over the area for surveillance reasons, and Tokyo claims that the Gwangyeto's fire control radar aimed at its aircraft. However, Seoul has since denied the allegation and said that Japan's claim is based on distorted facts, as the plane was only caught on the radar and was not even the main focus during its operation. Okay, so what are the local newspapers saying? Let's begin with the Hungary. Well, headline of a Hungarian editorial reads, the diplomatic conflicts between Korea and Japan should be resolved... should not be resolved emotionally, but rather in a calm manner. It first argues that the recent developments in the two issues are not desirable when considering the future of Seoul-Tokyo ties. States that the exact details of what happened in the radar spat have not been clarified yet. Japan's demanding for an apology over its claim that the South Korean destroyer targeted its radar at a Japanese aircraft, and it's justifiable that Seoul posted videos refuting Tokyo's claim. However, it adds that it is not desirable that the disputes have now dragged in Korean and Japanese netizens who are fighting online over what happened in the incident and that the two governments should console with each other and try to establish the facts in the incident. It also pointed out that it's not ideal for the Japanese government's announcement that it will take wartime forced labor issue into an international court. And it's highly possible for the diplomatic feud to only escalate. The paper also refuted Shinzo Abe's claim that, you know, Compensation for wartime force labor issue may have been somewhat handled in 1965, but that was a treaty that normalized bilateral relations, and it's a big question how far it went. And, you know, frankly, all sides, including the South Korean government at the time, could have done more to address the concerns of ordinary people. That's true. The paper said that has already been confirmed in a statement by the Japanese Foreign Ministry top-ranking officials in 1991. That regardless of the 1965 treaty, individual rights to compensate, individual rights to compensation are still valid. It criticized Tokyo for failing to acknowledge this and said that it is not advisable for Japan to try to dilute the problem by attempting to turn it into an international dispute. 
It also pointed out that Japanese government should think back to the criticism that Abe is using the issue to garner support from local conservatives. The paper concluded by saying that it is not helpful for both countries for such diplomatic issues to be developed in a way that harms bilateral relations. It admitted that there may be different views between the two sides in resolving the conflicts, but that they should not respond with emotions but consult in a logical manner. Yeah, well, the the, the problem with Japan's stance on this, whether they have a legal case or not that would be upheld by an international court is highly questionable. But by refusing to acknowledge emotions, they are also therefore, by nature, refusing to acknowledge the pain, the emotional pain caused by all this. And that's what seems so difficult to get through at the moment. True. What did the Hangugilbo have to say? Well, Hangugilbo called Prime Minister Shinzo Abe's remarks made on the NHK regrettable for someone who is thoroughly informed of all the situations. The paper noted that Prime Minister Abe was deliberately playing up diplomatic issues as a way of elixing electing support from his conservative base at home amid falling approval rating for his leadership. The paper emphasized it is obvious that the Japanese government need to look back on its own past and embrace international law, which value human rights as its guiding principle. Yeah, what else did the paper's editorial mention? Hangul Global states that the rising of the tension is not good for both Korea and Japan. With North Korea's denuclearization issue sorry, being caught in deadlock, problems can arise like in cooperation of missile defense and such. It is important for both countries to try to solve the issue at hand through thorough dialogue. Let's squeeze in a couple more views, starting with the Seoul Shinmun. Seoul Shinmun's views are similar with Han Gyeore in saying that the issue should be resolved diplomatically and that the Korea-Japan relations is shaded with dark clouds. It also emphasized that two countries should just focus on three facts in the dispute surrounding the control radar. First is whether the Korean destroyer aimed its firing radar at the Japanese patrol aircraft. Second, whether it was in violation of international laws for the Japanese aircraft to approach the Korean destroyer within the 150-meter radius. And third, whether the inquiries by the Japanese aircraft to the South Korean destroyer through wireless communications were delivered properly. The paper adds that the two countries should carry out working-level consultation to clarify these facts, and that if there are any so-called security vacuum found between the two countries that they should come up with countermeasures. The two nations have to cooperate in the area of security to achieve North Korea's denuclearization and Tokyo in particular should not use the disputes to overcome domestic political problems. And lastly, the Jungangilbo. Jungangilbo states both Korea and Japan need to stop reacting emotionally and find a practical solution as this will be a losing game for both sides at the end of the day. Also, it warned against manipulating nationalist sentiment to achieve a political goal, especially with the problems of North Korean nuclear weapons and restoration of global peace. The country should be cooperating with each other. The paper noted the issue regarding the Japanese patrol aircraft has arose due to both countries releasing videos on who was at fault. Chungangilbo believes that the issue should have been solved discreetly after the foreign minister agreed to come to a conclusion through practical negotiations on the 4th. Korean Ministry of National Defense released a video that countered Japan's claim on the same day. 
It also went further and said that it would upload the video with eight different translations, attacking the fact that Japan uploaded their video with an English translation. This type of behavior only advertises that the countries do not like each other to the world. Yes, well, we'll leave it there, but certainly that will, again, draw some concern with the the newspaper stressing the the need to remove emotion from the picture, which is frankly impossible. Uh, Whether it's something that we should be calling for or not is another matter. Tung Da-hoon, thank you very much. Thank you, Alex.